True liberty is finding the power of God to take the high road when you're accused, insulted, and attacked. Learn to love your enemies, and when the floods come, your house will withstand the storm. This is the core of freedom without which no constitution or bill of rights will carry any weight that matters. Thanks for joining us on Life Journeys, a podcast about thriving through the worst pain that life brings. With global initiatives threatening big changes to our way of life, we're going to need to activate Jesus' words about mountain-moving faith. Words That Work is the ongoing series on life journeys that is rooted in releasing revelational words of faith that will work every time and with everyone. It's about moving the mountains that keep us from the presence and goodness of God. It's about defining our life purpose and identity through encountering Him. Until we have the power to move the obstacles that are destroying our liberty and hope, Today I want to talk about the secret foundation of true strength and liberty, the kind where you've been brought so low you feel that you could free fall off a dime, but yet you're still free. It's about having peace, even when you're in the battle of your life. To prepare for the hard times that are surely coming, people would do well to learn to, wait for it, learn to love their enemies political enemies, familial adversaries, employers, clients, educators, and fair-weather friends alike. If we don't learn to overcome here, I'll be honest with you, we're not going to make it. Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. If you love them which love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? Be therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. The leading of the Spirit to pursue this comes from a desire that He has built into my heart. I want to be someone who has the power to take the high ground when I'm insulted and disrespected. And listen, it happens every day. Within just the last hour, I've been told to go to hell and that you're wasting your time listening to a guy that just wants your money. So I want to learn how to have peace in the storm. I want to live above instead of below and embrace these verses. It is not to be better than another, but rather it's to desire to know the peace and inner well-being that comes from not feeling threatened by attacks, accusations, insults, and ridicule. I want to be unresponsive to hatred, persecution, and corruption. I want to be who Christ is in me and not find my well-being in what others do or think or say. Everyone is somewhere on this journey. I suspect most say they're impervious to what others think or say to them until they actually suffer loss. Then it's game on, buddy. To be hated, misunderstood, resisted, and accused for doing good is something that I've personally withstood for over 40 years now. It comes with the territory of public service and ministry. It's hardest to withstand criticism, rejection, and opposition from those you once sat with and enjoyed good fellowship with in the name of 
family or of loving God and one another. It's almost like a divorce because you expected something better. You opened your heart more fully, and then you trusted with your soul. Then, bam, you start to get gun-shy and very untrusting of everybody. Everybody. You know what can look so good can turn out so bad. How do you love like Jesus when you've been wounded? How do you love when the hurts have not only been repeated, but have gone so deep and been so telling that you've literally lost everything? Actually, this is a gift in disguise. Now, it's a very, very good disguise, but it is a hidden gift nonetheless. You actually find out how much your love has only been the tax collector kind of human love that Jesus was exposing as a fraud of the real thing. Now, I can hear some of you just saying, this is just way over the top. It's not realistic. I just can't. I get that. I remember telling a Christian mother whose kids had been abused by her husband, you do need to forgive him. Well, she wasn't having it, and I understand that. I know people say that forgiveness is the first step to real healing, but listen, sometimes, oftentimes, we need to be healed before we can extend forgiveness. God's not asking us to do what we can't do. He's asking us to be open to letting Him give us the grace to one day be able to love our enemies. Listen, to attempt to forgive and love someone else so that we can feel better about ourselves, that's pretty much backwards. Forgiveness is given because of love for someone else, not so that we can love ourselves. Our well-being in the fire comes from God's comfort of us. He is near to the brokenhearted. And there's way too many brokenhearted people out there who need God's grace before they can forgive and love their enemies. But they do need to know that forgiveness is where God will lead them. Here is where I want to take the high ground. From the heart, that's a place of peace. Jesus said that offenses are going to come. The great tragedy is not that they come, but that I too often have not applied the remedy for sin to those offenses. The real question was not, God, why did you do this? But, God, why did I not take up the cross and believe for your resurrection life to fill me up? Why did I look to men more than to you to take care of everything? I've learned the hard way that the only way to take the high ground is to be willing to be treated like Jesus was treated, not with a victim's mentality at all, but for love. The only way to judge fairly is to love mercy. And that's also the only way to learn to take the blame for my own part of life's hardships. Today, I have to take up the call to forgive and love those among the liberal elites who are destroying the country I love. Democracy is in its death rattle in America. Freedom of speech has been replaced by the genocide of the uninformed. Yet I have been specifically assigned the task of ministering the grace of God, which alone can solve the root of the problem. I have been taught that my job 
is not to attempt to expose the evildoers in our nation. The Bible says, speak evil of no man. And that's part of the call. I want to love my enemy from my heart. That's the only way to take the high ground. And it's frankly a noble bunch of hypocrisy to not accuse my enemy publicly, all the while dumping on him in my own family privately. That's not loving and blessing from the heart. As a representative of Christ in the earth, I want to accept the call more fully than I learned over 35 years ago. It says, this is thankworthy, which means this is grace, same word. This is thankworthy if a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully. For what good is it, or what glory is it, if when we're buffeted for our faults, we take it patiently? But if when we do well and suffer for it and take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. And the word acceptable is also the word grace. This is what grace looks like. For even hereunto, he says, you are called. There is a difference between looking and sounding like a nobleman and actually being one. American Christianity needs to learn this if they would suppose to somehow bring our nation back to the morality that made it great. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Peter said this. Now, understand this was said during the time that the Romans were killing Christians. Where I fail here, I have to honestly ask myself, Lord, where am I not receiving your mercy? Where have I missed the truth that says, Your gentleness has made me great? Somehow I know that it's God's amazing grace that sent a son to die for me while I was still an enemy of his, which has paved the way for a new life of true royalty and character. I have a human soul. It craves respect, dignity, and to be honored. And even though I know I deserve none of this, God has left in me and in you the desire to experience the honored life which he intended when he created us. Though we willingly fell into sin and corrupted our planet and its governments, there remains a deep longing to be honorable and noble. The amazing reality is that Christ has given that to us. He has invited us to sit with him in his throne one day if we will overcome today. I know the only way that I can honestly love my enemy from my heart is to accept the overwhelming honor of being a son or daughter of the creator of the universe. I'm not his pet, his experiment, or his slave. He has elevated me to the same love, the same righteousness, and the same holiness as his son the one who did take the high road and gave his life for his enemies. So, if I'm looking on one hand at the one who is biting it off, I need to look at the other hand that is engulfed in the glorious hand of the champion and author of my faith. All that Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, he said with the understanding that this was impossible with men, 
But nothing is impossible with God. He knew that only through faith in the loving heart of God and the power of His Spirit within us could we possibly attain the status of being blameless in His eyes. Be perfect, as your Father is perfect. It comes only by accepting His perfection in our hearts. That's our status through Christ as we give our life to gain His life. Dare to drink in the river of life that is Christ, and He will fill you with the secret place of the Most High. You will dwell in His habitation. You will be His firebrand plucked out of the fire, and He will be your fortress. That's the true high ground of liberty. That is a free man. You can unlock the presence of God in your life. There are revelation principles that remove the mountains, keeping us from joy, hope, peace, and purpose when our world gets turned upside down. Look for these words that work with Pastor Hardica as he shares what has helped him when life got hard. And don't forget to check out his book, The Fortress and the Firebrand, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thanks for listening to Life Journeys. Find new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you're new to this series, it begins with the September 16th episode. True liberty is finding the power of God to take the high road when you're accused insulted and attacked. Learn to love your enemies, and when the floods come, your house will withstand the storm. This is the core of freedom without which no constitution or bill of rights will carry any weight that matters.